good morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. And it says, Rejoice always. Rejoice always. We're going to talk about the gift of joy today. Go ahead and take your seats. Thank the team for leading us into worship today. We're the Sunday before Christmas. Where did the year go to? Time has flown by so quickly. And before you know it, we're going to be moving into another decade, 2020. That seemed like such an unbelievable number just a very few short years ago. How many remember getting ready for Y2K? We're already at the 20 mark. Amazing what, what is happening so quickly in our lives. Um, Christmas is upon us. It's great to have all the kids from Sunday school with us today. It's good to have you guys with us in sun, from Sunday school. Let's welcome all of our life kids. We're going to talk today about some Christmas uh, things we can get. I know all these kids have got some ideas of what they'd like to get for Christmas. How, how many kids would raise your hand and say, I know what I want for Christmas? <laughs> how, how many kids, Let me all, all the big kids too, that you've got something you want. How many have something that you would like to receive on Christmas morning? All right. Hopefully, your parents, your grandma... Your aunt, some relative, some friend has got it for you. Someone said Santa. Well, we'll see. Um, But we're talking about presents, the gifts of Christmas. We've talked about the gift of hope. I thank God that we can have a hope that is secure. That's guaranteed. It's not just, I hope it's going to happen, maybe, hope so. No, it's a guarantee of some things that the Word of God has promised us that we can hold on to in faith. We talked about that in week one. Last week, we talked about what? Who is here? Peace. The Bible says there's a peace that passes all understanding. The world doesn't understand it. But when God gives you His peace... It's the peace that he came to give as the babe in a manger. We showed this video clip the first week that we introduced this series. Many of you were not here. Uh, Some of you were. But let's watch this again. This is the video clip called Christmas Presents. There's some things that you already have that won't show up under your tree. Let's let's see this together. (laughs) <laughs> I'm alive! I'm alive! Yeah? Yeah! Oh, yeah! Uh, hey, Christine! You're here too! I love you! I know! Dad! What's happening? Uh, honey, the power works! It's coming, it goes on and off! Whatever we want! <laughs> We've got clean water! Oh, that's great. Look at that. Ooh. I bet I know what this does! 
often we're looking for the next gift. We've got so much to be grateful for. Amen. Are, are you grateful today for the blessings, blessings of God on your life, in your family, the fact that you get to live in this great country, you, you get to have your family around you. I'm so grateful today for the many gifts that really are not gifts that I'm going to find under a tree on Christmas morning. Today's gift that we're going to talk about is the gift of joy. The Word of God lets us know that we're to always be joyful. Do you ever notice how many Christmas carols talk about joy? We sang one this morning. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. There are others. There's many others. Oh, come all ye faithful. What's it say? Joyful and triumphant. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. There's another one that I'm not, we're not going to sing the whole thing, but it's God rest ye merry gentlemen. You get to the second half of the verse and it says, Oh, tidings of comfort and comfort and oh, tidings of comfort and joy. So there's all kinds of joy that this season is supposed to bring us. But sometimes at Christmas time, it's anything but joyful. How many have already experienced some of the stress of the holidays? It comes. It's busy. It's ex expectations. Um, sometimes this season can cause people to get anything but joyful. They say at the holidays, the statistics are there that there's more depression at the holidays than any other season of the year because this world does not know what the true joy that Jesus came to give has for them. Sometimes this season can be, you know, like I said, it can be stressful instead of joyful. You know, joy is one of those things that the Bible says we are to be joyful always. Excuse me, word of God? Did, did we read that correctly? Always be joyful. No, the be joyful, we like that part, but the word always kind of gets us a little bit sometimes. You know, Harry's saying always happy, always joyful. Is that even possible? 
What, what does the Word of God let us? It's going to let us know some stuff. We are to be to rejoice always. We are to always be joyful. It's not dependent upon a perfect circumstance to be joyful. If you're waiting for the right circumstances to get joyful, you're going to wait a long, long time. Because life is not ever going to get perfect for any one of us. Until we see Jesus, we're going to be in this right here, facing a lot of junk. Because the Word of God, we mentioned it, I think last week, looking for, in this world, you will have tribulations. I quoted that one to my wife this week. She doesn't like that one. But that's what the Word of God says. Jesus said that. In this world, you will have. Everybody say will. You will have it. But, Jesus said, be of good cheer. Have joy. Because I have overcome the world. You can be an overcomer. The stuff that comes against you, the trials and tests that come your way, you can overcome them if you have his joy. Hallelujah. So so we're going to talk about how we have that joy that comes, that's promised in an imperfect, ugly, trial-filled world. How many want to know how to have that kind of joy? Because life will happen. But I want to have that joy that is always joyful. I want to be able to rejoice always. I know that the message of Christmas is basically that he has come to bring us joy. It's joy to the world. The Lord has come. He came into a world that was kind of chaotic. Had a lot of troubles, kind of like our world today. But he came to bring us joy. Many of you have experienced a lot of troubles, maybe even in 2019. But I want to encourage you today that, that in spite of the troubles, you have a God that loves you. You have a God that cares about you. You have a God that has seen you through the troubles. He's brought some of you out the other side. Some of you are still trying to get out the other side. But one of these days, you will come through that trial. I was talking to Sister Joan Cormier this week. I got word that her mother is very ill in New Brunswick. Sister Joan is an elderly lady herself. And the fact that her mother is still living, is just it still surprises me. Her mother is not well in New Brunswick. But I talked to Sister Joan on the phone this week while the guys were working one evening at the church. They worked late, I think it was Thursday. And her and I got on the phone and talked for about 45 minutes together talking about she can't get there. She's got her own set of troubles. She's recovering from the hip surgery and the broken femur. She's in the hospital, um, in the rehabilitation place, trying to recover from her own set of troubles. And her mother is kind of going downhill quickly in New Brunswick, and she cannot get there. Now, that's trouble. That's a trial to have to face. But as we talked, it was just comforting to me to know that there was a peace that Sister Joan had. Her mother's a godly lady. Her mother has loved God and served God all of her life. There, there was a peace that came into our conversation as we talked about what God has done in her mother's life. And in spite of the fact that she couldn't get there, there was, there was something that was 
sort of unexplainable in the conversation. There was a peace, there was a joy, knowing that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. That, that's the kind of joy I want. In the middle of my trouble, in the middle of my trial, in the middle of my test, that I can trust God, that I can believe that God is going to see me through and know with a confidence that I can face whatever God allows to come my way because I've got the peace of God, I've got the love of God, and I've got the joy that only comes from Him. I'm grateful for that today. In your notes, I hope you have a handout with you this morning. But in your notes, there's a couple of blanks I want you to fill in. Five different truths from the Word of God, from the Christmas story, that will help us receive that joy that we all so desperately want to have. Number one, the first blank is joy is here. Everybody say here. You say, well, I want to experience. You can experience because joy is here. Luke chapter 2 8 and 9 says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Stop right there. Shepherds. How many have ever been a shepherd? Well, that must have been a boring job. Sheep are boring in the daytime. Can you imagine what sheep are like at night? It's even more boring. Night after night after night. You're just there. Nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. Boring. The routine of life. Nothing is showing up. Nothing is coming. Maybe an animal every once in a while, but nothing. It's just the same old, same old, night after night, day after day, sheep. The routine of life can sometimes be a little boring. But in the middle of their boring routine, God shows up. The Bible says the angel of the Lord appeared. I want to tell you today that there's joy. It's here. God can show up right in the middle of your life wherever you are at right now. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what life's been bringing to you. But you can receive that joy right now because that joy is here in the routine of everyday life god wants to give you his joy some of us think we need to take a vacation to get away from it all and we'll find joy in the vacation guess what i'm not sure the vacation is what you need because if you go on the vacation <laughs> how did that Steve Harvey is talking on my phone. It's, it's a sign. I need a vacation. If you go on vacation and you're there, you're going to take all your stresses and all your anxiousness and all the worries with you on the vacation. You don't need another vacation to find joy. Usually it's me that hinders the, me finding joy. Some of you might think I need a new wife or a new husband. I need a new job. I need, I need something new. You don't need necessarily something new to get joy. Because joy 
is here. The Bible says in verse 9 that suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them with the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounding them, and they were terrified. Everybody say suddenly. suddenly. You know that the Bible is big on that word suddenly. You know when, when life is boring and life is dull and everything's going the same way and you've been in the trouble for a long time and it seems like nothing's going to change and nothing's going to make any difference. It doesn't matter. We're going to change the year, but everything's going to be the same next year. No, 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 no. Joy is here. It can change suddenly in your life. The Bible says suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared. Suddenly in the word of God can mean one of two things. It can be a good suddenly or it can be a bad suddenly. We've all experienced the bad suddenly, that phone call. Hey, I just want to let you know this just happened. An accident, a diagnosis from a doctor. Those are the suddenlies that we don't want to hear. But the Bible lets us know there's some suddenlies that can come into our lives that can be good. That's when God shows up on the scene. And in spite of the fact that we're going through some junk, there can be a joy that can envelop us. There can be a joy that surrounds us. Because this type of joy, it's not based upon the circumstances. This type of joy is not based upon everything being perfect in my life. Because when God shows up, he brings joy. Everybody say joy. joy. The second thing that joy is, is joy is sent. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news. That will bring... Everybody on the screen. I bring you good news. That will bring great joy to all people. It's not just rich people. It's not just Canadian people. It's not just white people or black people. It's not just, you know, educated people. It's the joy that comes to all people. I'm telling you today, sometimes this is a Christmas story, and we hear these every stories every year, December, but I, I, I got a hold of this to, this week, and I got thinking, we don't get this sometimes. God has come. He has left the throne of heaven. He has robed himself in flesh and come down in the form of a man, a babe in a manger, to bring us peace, to bring us hope, and to bring us joy. And many of us are walking around like the life is just about ready to leave us, like a big old prune, just, just like all puckered up, you know, like, like life is bad. No, 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 no. The Bible says that this baby, this God robed in flesh, came to bring us joy. Hallelujah. It's joy for every one of our lives. We, we don't got to spend the rest of our lives searching for something that's already been sent to us. Hallelujah. You don't got to be looking for it anymore. It's already been sent. You don't got to do anything to get this joy but to receive what's already been given. Hallelujah. You don't got to work harder. You don't got to think harder. You don't got to get your mind and ignore all the bad stuff. All you got to do is receive that joy. Sometimes we think we got to like win the lottery to get that joy. You know what? Those people that win the lottery, when you look at their lives and where they end up, it's not always that joyful. How many have ever watched those um, WestJet ads on social media. 
the Air Canada pilot says never. I bet he has. You've seen those WestJet, how many would say I've seen the WestJet ads? You know, the first one that happened was, was really probably my favorite because these people are getting ready to take a flight. I don't know where they left, but I think they were going to Calgary. And they're there, and there's this, you know, snow globe or whatever, and there's a Santa inside, and he's, what do you want for Christmas? And they're all identifying what they want for Christmas in the snow globe. And they, they just, they don't really know what's going on. It's never happened before. And so they get on the flight, and then everything that they asked for, when they got to the destination, WestJet had all the elves going and buying and wrapping all their gifts. And so they, they are there, and, and they're, they're waiting for the bags to come, and all of a sudden it's just present after present after present coming down, you know, the, the rampway where the luggage ends up. And it was addressed to all these people, and they received the thing that they were asking for. What an amazing, we don't have to have some unusual circumstance like that happen to get joy. Because joy has already been given. Jesus already came to bring us joy. I just want to recognize today that there's a reality that joy is for me to receive. i got to accept it because it's already been sent. It's not something that's created from within, but it's joy that is sent from above. And we get to receive that joy this holiday season. The Bible says the shepherds said it was good news of great joy for all people. Good news, great joy. If Pastor Jonathan lets me know that he received a check in the mail for $100,000, and he tells me about it. That's good news. But if I go home and I've got a check in the mail for $100,000, it's mine. That's great joy. You know, we have got to make this thing personal. This joy is not something that, okay, they've got it over there. No, this is something that when we make it personal, when the story of Christmas is no longer just a story, and it's something that I can experience myself, that Jesus loved me so much that he came and he lived his life and he gave his life for me. He has a plan for my life. He's got a future for my life. When I understand that, that Jesus was born in Bethlehem for me, that's personal. It's something that I say, you know what, that that brings not just good news, but it's good news of great joy because I can experience it for myself. Three, joy, this joy needs to be shared. It's shared. Luke 2 and 16 lets us know they hurried, talking about the shepherds, to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was a baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told a few folks in their private circle. Is that what it says? The shepherds told their family. Is that what it says? The shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about the child. Once they experienced Jesus for themselves, they didn't keep it quiet. They told everyone. 
When you receive his joy, it's a joy, the Bible says, that's unspeakable and full of glory. It's a joy that you don't keep and hold to yourself and just tell a few small. No, you tell everyone about this joy. You share it with others. Because there's nothing greater than sharing the love of God and sharing the joy that Jesus brings and seeing them receive it and seeing them be filled with the power of his spirit. There's nothing greater than that than when you experience that in someone else's life. I believe today God can fill someone with his spirit. I believe today we got some kids in here, we got some young people in here, we got some adults in here that have never received that beautiful gift of the Holy Ghost. There's a joy that comes from those that receive His Spirit. And when you receive it, you'll be filled with joy and we'll be filled with joy because we'll be excited for you. Hallelujah. They shared the joy. Number three, joy is a journey. Everybody say journey. Matthew 2. Verse 1, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his stars that rose, and we have come to worship him. These wise men, the magi, that they were smart guys. They, they lived, the Bible says, in the east. They'd come from eastern lands. They, they had been astrologers, and they'd been looking at the stars, and then there was all of a sudden this phenomenon in the sky. The star showed up, and, and they said, this is something we got to go after. And they began to follow the star. They went on a long journey, and they eventually made it to Jerusalem and to Herod, and talking about there's going to be a babe born. And, and they knew some of the facts, but they were looking for the baby. And, and they went to Herod, and then finally they said, okay, we're going to continue following that star. And the Bible says in verse 10, when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. The King James says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. There's a joy that we can find sometimes after we go through some process. Sometimes we want that instant joy. Not all joy is going to come instantly. Sometimes there's a process. I don't like the process sometimes, but that's how joy sometimes happens in our lives. The Bible says in Psalm 30 and verse 5, to confirm what I'm saying, it says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes joy is a journey may have tears, may have pain, may have troubles. But when we take those pains and troubles and, and problems to God and we have his presence come and overshadow us and, and minister to us, there's a joy that is experienced in it. Once I realize that God is with me, that God is guiding me, that I can trust in God, and he's going to take me through this grief, and he's going to take me through this pain. When we experience his presence, the Bible says there's joy in the presence of God. That's why we need to get together as a church weekly and, and from time to time to experience that presence because there, there's a joy, there's a, there's a feeling that comes in his presence you can be all week long and facing some junk. How many have faced some junk this week? Okay, I'm seeing some honest people here. Many of us have faced some junk this week. 
You can face a lot of junk, but there's something special about getting into the presence of Almighty God, about coming into the house of God and beginning to praise and lift up the name of Jesus. There's a something that starts to happen. And yes, the problems just happened this week, but I I don't have to focus on the circumstances of this week because I have a God that loves me. I have a God that cares about me. I have a God that's going to help me go through my troubles, and he's going to be with me. I thank him for the joy that comes. We can have joy above our circumstances. It's not always, you know, a new adrenaline rush that's going to help us. It's not always getting something new or a new thrill that will help us. But but Jesus comes. The Bible says he's Emmanuel, God with us. He will walk with us. He will talk with us. He will guide us through the trials. And he will allow us to experience his joy in spite of the troubles. I thank him for that. Let's thank him right now for the the fact that he is with us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So joy, it's here. Joy is sent. Joy is shared. Joy is a journey. And then finally, joy is a choice. Everybody say choice. Luke chapter 1 and verse 46 says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Now, now we're going to back up in the story here a little bit. This, is, this was the choice that Mary made. She said, My soul, it magnifies the Lord, and My spirit rejoices. My spirit has joy in God, my Savior. That's not where Mary started out. Back up a few verses. Verse 29. Mary had this encounter with an angel. And when she saw him, she was troubled. At his saying, wondering, considering what manner of greeting this was. When when the angel showed up into her world, the Bible says it brought her a little bit of trouble. There was probably some confusion in her mind. She didn't know how this was going to turn out. She she didn't know that that the news that this angel was bringing was going to be good or not. She received the news, and you guys all know what that news was. The news was that as a young teenage girl, she's going to be pregnant without a man. Huh, go figure. And she was going to have to go tell Joseph, her fiancé, her mom and her dad, and the community that this mysterious thing had happened to her. Yeah, right. She was troubled, the Bible says, at this news. But a few verses later, we read that her soul magnifies the Lord and her spirit rejoices. It's full of joy. How how does that happen? How is that possible to go from troubled, confused, to magnifying God and rejoicing? Joy is a choice. 
Mary made the choice to trust in God. I want you to get that today. Some of you are going through some troubles. You're going through some trials. And you don't know how it's going to turn out. My challenge to you today is to let go and trust God. When Mary decided, I, I, okay, if this is going to happen, I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to let God handle this. I, guess what? She had a heart full of joy. I, I don't know about you, but I, I've been around some people that haven't had a whole lot. But their hearts were full of joy. I've traveled and done some missions work around the world, different countries and continents, and I've seen people with very little, but their hearts were overflowing with joy. Smiles and joy was exuding from them. How does that happen? It's not the circumstances that makes them have that joy. They, they have made the choice. Everybody say choice. They've made the choice to put their trust and their hope in God their Savior. And when they do that, it doesn't matter how ter ter terrible it is. It doesn't matter how bad it might seem on the outside. But when you do that, you can experience the joy of the Lord. My joy is not dependent upon things. My joy is dependent upon me trusting in Almighty God. I can't trust in the education I've got. I can't trust in my job. I can't trust in my marriage. I can't trust in my family. Because joy sometimes is not always found in those things. You can have a bad job. You can have a terrible career. You can have no money in the bank. You might not even have a very good family. But you can have the joy of God in your hearts. Because it's not dependent upon those things to get joy. My joy is dependent upon Him. He is the one that brings us joy. Joy is a choice. You can choose to be discouraged. You can choose to be angry. You, you can choose to, to be bitter, to be cynical. But that's the choice that you make. Or you can choose to trust God and say, God, you're going to see me through it. God, I know you got a plan for my life. I'm going I'm to believe the plan of God for my life. I, I'm going to trust the goodness of God. God is a good God, and he's going to take me through what I'm going through right now. Amen? The Bible says, joy to the world. The Lord is come. The fact that he came, we can experience his joy. You know, joy and happiness, they're, they're worlds apart. My last point in your notes there. Happiness depends on happenings. Things that happen in my life. But joy... You know what it depends on? Jesus. The joy that we are to experience as people of God, it depends on Jesus. Because we're not just looking forward to a worldly happiness. Because a worldly happiness, it's kind of seasonal. You know, Christmas comes and we get all excited. We're going to have some joy this Christmas. But then Christmas morning is over and Christmas day is done and December the 26th happens and joy goes because visas come and knocking. They want their money. 
There's a big difference between the happiness of the world and the joy that Jesus Christ brings. Because this world's happiness, it's so temporary. This world's happiness, it's, it's so short-lived. But there's a joy that comes from Jesus, and this joy is everlasting. This is a joy that it absolutely never ends. It doesn't leave us on December the 26th. But this joy is the joy that Jesus gives us. It's the joy that will be with you through the next storm and the next trial and the next situation. It's the joy of the Lord. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. I, I pray today that you would experience that joy that Jesus has come to give us. Are you wanting to experience that? Are you wanting to live that joy? Are you wanting that joy to be a part of your everyday life? I want it. He's come to give it to me. I want to have that gift. I don't want to be grumpy and, and have an attitude all the time. I want to walk in the joy that Jesus came to give me. Amen? I, I want that, church. Hallelujah. This is a joy. It's not, it's not because it's something I can conjure up inside my body and, and, and I can work my mind into getting. No, this is a joy that is an overflow of the Spirit of God. When you receive that Spirit of God deep down in your soul and you've got the living God living inside you, you're walking with joy. Hallelujah. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. I thank God that I can face the trial. I've I seen Sister Joan this week because she's got God on her side, because she's walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. Troubles, yes, but she's got the joy of the Lord in her heart. You can have that today. You can experience that joy today. If you've not received the Holy Ghost, you can experience it this morning. I'm going to invite you to stand. I want that joy. I want that joy down in my soul. As a kid, we used to sing that song, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Some of you need it down in your hearts. Some of you need to experience it fresh again today. Don't let the troubles and stuff of this world get you down. Don't let the the, the busyness and anxiousness of the holidays steal your joy. We've got to hold on to it. It's a gift that he came to give us. As we conclude this service today, we're going to do it a little differently. What I'm going to invite, first of all, we've got Sunday school kids from from Life Kids with us. I'm going to invite families, first of all. All the families with kids, I want you to come first. We're going to come as a church family today. If your family's here together, I want you to bring them. If aunts and uncles are here, I want you to bring them. Families, grandmas, grandpas, bring them. Bring your kids. pray at this altar. We're going to ask God to touch us. We're we're going to pray over our families. Okay, everybody else, I want you to come. We're one big family. If If you're a young person, get with your parents. If you're elderly people and you've got family, you're find somebody to get with. If you're here all by yourself, find some people that you love and let's come together as a church family we're going to pray for our families today we're going to pray over our our lives we're going to pray over our kids we're going to pray over life church that God would be with us be with every family some of you are holding back I need you to step out come close to church
to conclude at this altar. This is Christmas Sunday. I want to have his joy. I don't, I don't want to go into this holiday season with anxiousness and anxiety. I don't want to go into this season and this Christmas week with, with just a lot of trouble. I know you don't either. You want to experience the joy that Jesus came to give. I want you to find some people nearby. I want you to pray together as a little group. As if you're a family, get close. If you're friends, get close. Find some people close to you, and I want you to begin to pray with them. Ask God to touch them. Ask God to be with them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both, and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.